Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from The Coloring Book Coach. Did you know it's possible to heal your heart and more through coloring and the support of The Coloring Book Coach? Visit thecoloringbookcoach.com for your free coloring book. Today we bring you three stories of things not quite going the way we expected and the hilarious and interesting results. In our first story, Jenny and her husband Bill have a date night and end up at Target, where all the best date nights end, right? And also where Jenny sees something she'll never forget. Next up in story number two, I'm in Hawaii visiting my good friend Chris and recovering from a series of how in the hell did I get here moments in my own life when all of a sudden I feel very aligned with the Brady Bunch and what happened to them when they visited Hawaii. Remember that? They ended up cursed. Well, guess what? It happened to me too. In our final story this week, I tell Carrie a good poison control call story. This is Kim A. Floden. And welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Quick note, today's episode includes swearing. Jenny and Bill end their date night with a trip to Target, and what happens next has left Jenny wondering for years. Yeah, this is again going back... um... Our kids were really little, so very early 2000s, mm-hmm. probably 15, 18 years. Anyway, um, Bill and I had a sitter. We had gone out and like any romantic <laughs> date, we went to Target. Yeah. So we're, sh- we're shopping at Target, and I don't know what time of year or anything. I just know it was already after dark. It was probably 9 o'clock at night. But we shopped, we got what we wanted. We go up, find our checkout lane, and as we're in line, like two lanes down, I, I notice, and you can't help but notice, there's these three tall, blonde, long blonde, straight hair people, all, I mean, they all have the same height, same hair. They're all wearing like black leather pants, boots, and trench coats. And they're not like extraordinarily beautiful, but they're <laughs> remarkable. I mean, you even see one person like that. They're all like uh-huh. six feet tall, skinny. You know, they just they picture eighties rock band, whatever. Right, right. That's what I am Temper. picturing. Yeah, this is but not super 80s. skinny and tall, like yep. not healthy looking. So I'm looking at them. They're close enough. Like <laughs> they're looking at them. <laughs> I'm staring at them, and they're doing their thing. They're in line, so their backs are to me. And I just remember the thought going through my head: Look at those blonde freaks. And as soon as the thought went through my head, they all, in unison, like, slowly turn and look at me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was chills down my spine, of course. And I knew they had heard my thought. <laughs> yes, they did. And they knew I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I couldn't right. wait. I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I'm just <laughs> trying to like, Bill in all right, next, right next to me. He had noticed him too, but he didn't know this whole mental back and forth thing <laughs> right. going on. Now telepathically communicating the three. Uh, we right. don't know what they are. People, sort of people. So they, they end up getting out of there before us. And I remember we're, we're walking out and I'm a, I'm so scared. I can't say anything. You know? like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to even <laughs> nothing. I'm not going to make anything. You know, we're just going out, going to the car. And I remember walking out the Target entrance and thinking, 
I'm going to see a spaceship. I'm going to see a spaceship. Oh my God. Yeah. So we walk out and I don't, I don't see a spaceship or anything unusual. And you'd think like at least a DeLorean or something cool. (laughs) (laughs) Or a weird looking like Winnebago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, there's nothing out there. No tour bus, no nothing. Oh God. So we get in the car and I, you know, like, I let my breath out and I'm like, oh my God, did you see those people? And he's like, yeah, they were kind of weird. Like, I wonder what that was, you know, but he didn't, he wasn't thinking paranormal. Like he had no no appreciation for what I had just been through. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) Yeah. And he, you know, he acknowledged they were all dressed. He's, I, I didn't imagine any of it. He said, yeah, no, they were some strikingly remarkable. They had to be a music group or something. Um, but yeah, we never, that was really the end of it. I just, it, it was spine chilling at the time because I was sure they were coming after me. Thank hmm. God they, they left me alone to tell the story years later, decades later. Yes. And if you're out there, people from Target in the middle of the night, you and you heard her say, look at those blonde oh, yeah. freaks. Look at those blonde freaks. Well, if you heard that and you're one of them, let's hear from you. We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> Exactly. I'd like to hear if you were like I'd love were to you hear your side of the story. <laughs> were you equally afraid of me? Was there yeah. Do you have a how in the hell did I get here story to share? We want to hear it. You could be featured as a call-in storyteller. Call us now at 323-488 3303 and leave us your story. That's 323-488-3303. In our next story, I've just gone through a divorce and things have gotten weird. When my friend Chris invites me to visit her in Honolulu, and it's a good thing I did because it helped me understand just what in the hell was going on in my life. Listen in as I share the story of the Hawaiian curse with Aaron. I have had a connection to Jim Carrey since 1994. When I was getting divorced the first time and my whole life was like freaking imploding, like I had to reach out to Chris and let her know what was going on. How old were you when you got a divorce? 30. Okay. And she was in my wedding and, you know, she was like one of my friends. And back in those days, it was freaking expensive to call Hawaii. I mean, this sounds insane now. It's like it was super was. So Mm -hmm. I wrote her a letter. And when she got the letter, she called me. And by that time, I think everything had gone like shitsville for me. And so she was like, get your ass on a plane and get out here to Hawaii. And I'm like, that sounds good. So I did. I went for like 10 days. You know, she was like just 32 and just getting going. And her and her husband were living in a like 600 square foot apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I camped out on their like pull out couch in their living room with them and we went and saw ace ventura the first one pet detective uh-huh i mean it was the best thing for me it was so healing because we just laughed our heads off i mean it was so fucking funny i was there when she was getting her master's in math mm-hmm. and like i was there for the graduation so logical woman so we're driving around and she says to me well you know here in hawaii they the native people very much believe in honor pele which was the first time I even heard of Pele. And I'm like, who's Pele? And she's like, she's the goddess of the volcano. And, you know, she's the goddess of Earth because volcanic, how Earth is made. And I'm like, holy crap. And she goes, they believe that if you take any of Pele's rocks, you will have bad luck. I was like, what? Uh, 
I've got rocks from Pele. And she's like, what? how do you have rocks from Pele? And I'm like, uh, you know who took rocks from Pele and brought them back for me. So I was like, holy crap. So then um, we went over to the big island, to the Volcano National Park, which is like, oh, my God, it's incredible. Well, now it's all, who knows what it's like now because that volcano has been going wild. It was like being on fucking Mars. You drive in there, it's like it's the rainforest, so it's rainy, cloudy, smoggy, foggy, whatever. You step out, it smells like sulfur. You feel like you're in hell. And <laughs> it's like, because it's all this charred landscape with these huge boulders. I mean, it's crazy there. Like, nothing I've ever seen before. And we went to the crater and looked in, and then we went to the, the like, the visitor center or whatever. And sure enough, they had a whole wall of letters of people sending their rocks back. Saying like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I took this rock. Ever since I took it, you know, like, you know, I've had this, this, and this happen. All these bad things. Yeah, I never would have taken the rock. Well, I didn't. Someone <laughs> took it in my name and gave it to me. So one, um, right. So then I'm like, holy shit, this is my probably why this whole thing happened. <laughs> so it was shortly after he went there and he came back. And that was when he brought the rocks back. And then, you know, three months later, like my life was in shambles. Shambles. I've just found out about the Hawaiian curse of Pele. What should I do? What will I do? Can I lift this curse? Find out what happens after the break. Stay with us. Hey, it's Kim, and thanks so much for listening. And I really hope you're enjoying today's show so far. I'm just popping in to ask you a quick favor, which is to consider helping to support this podcast at Patreon. It's super easy. Just pop over to patreon.com and search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here or hit the button on our website at howinthehellpodcast.com. What's in it for you? Well, for one thing, you're helping make a dream come true. And what's better than that? Also, we've got some great perks over there for you, including a chance to get to know myself and my sisters with a special slideshow from our lives, ad-free listening, discounts up to 50% off the Merch in Our Fun store, and free coloring books and more. Check it out today. You can choose to support us for as low as $2 a month. My life as I knew it imploded, and I was trying to make sense of it all. When it all becomes clear with a trip to Hawaii, I've been cursed. Can I get back into Pele's good graces? Will the curse be lifted? We take you now back to our story. So I was like, holy shit, Chris. So I tell her, and she's like, holy shit, you got to return those rocks. So I'm like, yes. But the funny thing was, the Ace Ventura thing. So we're over in on the Big Island, which, like, if you've never been to Hawaii, I highly recommend you go. Like, it's magical there. It is, like, a great place. We had to buy umbrellas immediately when we landed because it's, you know, it's wet there. So we're at the visitor center, and you know, I'm watching, like, a whole thing about Pele, and I'm like, oh, my God, she's powerful. And I hear my friend over talking to the um, at the park ranger, and here, here's what she's, here's what Chris says. Hi, yeah, you know, this is, like, the third time I've brought friends over here from the mainland, and she's like, we just love coming over and bringing them, you know, over here to see the volcano and everything. But, you know, every time we come, it's raining. <laughs> there's like a pause (laughs) i hear the park ranger lady go yeah that's because it's the rainforest (laughs) and chris goes 
Hmm. Well, alrighty then. Which was the big phrase from that movie. Oh. <laughs> I freaking was like behind a postcard rack, like on the floor peeing my pants. I'm like, oh my God, big burn on you. Oh, but she got her back with the alrighty then. <laughs> well, because the lady was like, you dumb shit. It's the rainforest. Right. I could just write alrighty then on her Facebook page right now. And she would write me back something like, you know, it's the rainforest. <laughs> right. So in case you're wondering what happened with the rocks, I did send them back once I got back home. I love rocks, which is why my then friend had picked them up for me in the first place. I don't think he was trying to curse me or himself, but that's what appeared to happen. Anyway, when I got home, I had to dig through my whole big basket of rocks, and although I was pretty sure which ones they were, I wanted to be positive. Fortunately, I worked with a guy who was a geologist slash archaeologist, and I took the rocks into work that I thought were the ones that came from Hawaii, and he identified them positively. I sent them back to Haleakala on Maui with my letter, which now might be on the wall somewhere. And uh, I told Pele the whole story, and eventually my life did get back on track. You just never know when you might have to call Poison Control. How can there be good poison control call stories? This is back in the day of Bentley the Beagle. You remember Bentley the Beagle? Mm -hmm. The hound from hell who had a cat on his back, literally. And I think that's what made him a possessed beagle. I mean, I think all beagles are a little bit possessed. But anyway, Mm -hmm. this was like, we probably had him. He was probably less than three. And this Mm -hmm. happened. So it was like a Saturday night. We had friends over. We were all, you know, drinking in the living room. And... Somebody left a can of beer sitting on the living room floor. And then we all went downstairs to the basement to play foosball. Well, Mm -hmm. however much longer later, we come up. The beer is tipped over and gone. There is no, the carpet's not wet at all. The beer is gone. So I'm like, so I was like, oh my God, my dog just drank a whole beer. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe that's not a problem. Then I was like, hang on. He's like 28 pounds. If a 28 pound kid drank a whole beer, that probably could be a problem. Mm -hmm. So I was like, who do I call? So I called poison control and I get Joe Friday on the phone of poison control. So I tell him the situation and he's like, ma'am, this is very serious. And I'm like, okay, what does he ask me? You know, like how much did the dog drink? I'm like, I don't, you know, I think it's like at least three quarters of a whole can of beer. And he's like, okay, so now uh, you're going to want to get the dog some water. You're going to want to see if you can get that dog to drink water. And I'm like, yes, I know this from my own drinking experience. (laughs) And he was like, ma'am, this is not a joking matter. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, now, does the dog sleep near stairs? You are (laughs) Oh, Was he just messing with you? (laughs) No. (laughs) So he says does the dog sleep near stairs? And I'm like, yes, he sleeps upstairs. He goes, okay, ma'am, you're going to want to get that dog upstairs and into bed. And you're going to want to make sure (laughs) that those stairs are protected. And I was like, okay. And he goes, ma'am, 
we have had reports of drunk dogs falling down the stairs. <laughs> Oh There's no way he wasn't messing with you, right? I don't know, but I lost it. I lost it. And I was like, <laughs> laughed just like I just did right now. And I'm like, oh my God. He was like, ma'am, this is poison control. This is a serious, oh this is a serious, this call is being recorded or something. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And he's like, so get the dog some water, get the dog safely to bed block off those stairs and I'm like okay and then yeah <laughs> and we did we put the dog to bed he literally tripped into his little basket and he slept till 11 the next morning oh cute so he was <laughs> he was wobbly on his feet oh drunk thanks so much for listening we're having a great time and we hope you are too Please remember to share, subscribe, and leave us an iTunes review and rating. To see a fun mashup video of the cursed Brady Bunch Hawaiian vacation and also Bentley the Beagle, otherwise known as the dog with a cat on his back, check out our show notes on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com, or come hang out with us in our Facebook group. Today's show was produced by Kim A. Floden and features myself, Jenny Gardner, Aaron Beach, and Carrie Floden. One more thing. I'd like to recommend my friend Betsy Heaney's new podcast, Elder and Wiser. If you have questions about aging or growing up and growing older, this podcast is vulnerable, fun, interesting, educational, and entertaining. I highly recommend you give it a try. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, How in the hell did I get here? Now everybody has just been educated on what to do if your dog gets drunk. <laughs> yes. The exact same thing you do with your husband or boyfriend. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Yourself. Walk off the stairs. Yeah. If you're an and, you know, <laughs> as a human, you should probably put the phone away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's, that's it.